0: Hello and welcome to Finance, Energy and Beyond, brought to you by Stanbrook Consulting, a specialist recruitment consultancy for the finance and energy markets. I'm your host, Jack Hopper, and in this episode, I'm joined by Gabriel Ossamore, Senior Business Intelligence Analyst at Browns Advisory and also Non-Executive Director at Migasuto Global Services. Gabe tells us about his story, working full time at Browns Advisory whilst also starting Migasuto, helping individuals in Africa flourish. I hope you enjoy. Gabriel, welcome. Thank you very much, Jack. Good to be here. Thank you for joining me. Really appreciate you joining us on the podcast today. As a a starting point, um, let's tell the listeners, who are you? What do you do? And it'd be great to know a little bit more about your journey as well.
1: Fantastic. Thank you very much, Jack. Um, So my name is Gabriel Osamu. Everyone calls me Gabe. Um, Yes, so so my journey. So my journey um, began with um, studying law at the University of East London and then deciding I didn't want to practice law. And um, after um, (laughs) getting very passionate about finance and learning about the stock market, that then led me to um, getting an internship at Nomura, um, which I obtained through networking. I've um, spoken on of a podcast about that journey, so I will not dive too deep into it. Um, yeah, so and um, after Nomura, I um, got into T. Prize. Uh, I always describe that interview as the Hunger Games. It was a, <laughs> a very challenging assessment center. And um, yeah, I got, got the role as a trainee there. That gave me a good insight as to um, what the investment management industry was about i um, did a number of rotations that helped me understand um, the industry better um yeah yeah that's that's a quick context about it and then um after Row prize i then um, got into brand advisory um, which is an investment management firm um, headquartered in baltimore so i currently work as a senior business intelligence analyst at Brown advisory i also lead the in living color colleague resource group network in London, um, which has been really exciting for me from the start of my my journey at the firm. And and I've had a number of accomplishments um, doing that. So yeah, be really excited to share more about it later. Um, And yeah, and and finally, I'm also an entrepreneur, recently started um, a business, a firm called Migasuto Global Services, which all stemmed out of my passion for Africa going Consistently and uh, meeting really talented youths in Nigeria and Ghana, and um, started to teach them about finance and started to um, work with them on how to um, build things like financial models, how to um, c- um, do research, and that then led to um, to yeah being able to add value to to my network in the UK and um, and in Africa as well. And and do you, do you go to Africa a lot then? Oh yes yes so I I go frequently I I try to go at least twice a year now um nice. yes
0: and <laughs> yeah and it's 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 a it's a great story right you've uh, obviously you've been part of these uh, organizations and been uh, part of the conversations for representation and, and and what these companies can do to increase representation in certain roles and then you're also sort of you're taking action yourself uh, with your entrepreneurial journey and and working with talented individuals from Africa, so um, it's a really it's a really great thing that you're doing, and I think that's what attracted me for to to have a conversation with you and just to learn a little bit more. And I'm hoping um, hoping the listeners are, are really gonna um, enjoy sort of your your journey. And tell me a more, bit more about that. I, I want to know, like, so obviously. You're you're a, you're a Brown's advisory. And you're doing you're you're working full time there at the moment, and but then you you go on this entrepreneurial journey. Um, where where did that hunger come from? And you've you've touched on it slightly that you've been teaching people within certain countries within Africa, but tell me a bit more.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for asking, Jack. I um, really appreciate it. So, yes, that journey started um, just over two years ago. Um, so at my firm Brand Advisory, we have a podcast called The Now Podcast, which I, I highly recommend the listeners to, to tune into. So I listened to a few episodes of The Now Podcast, um, which featured some um some entrepreneurs in Africa and um some of them were from Nigeria and then I started to ask a lot of questions I started to think oh because I um for more context I'm Nigerian I was um I was born in Nigeria but I grew up here in London um and yeah I haven't been back since I was a kid um so yeah that too so two years ago I started to listen to these podcasts, and I started to ask a lot of questions. Then there was this new podcast called the Unlocking Africa podcast. All of these things really inspired me. And then I, um, I took I spoke to my mom who was able to help me um, renew my sort of Nigerian citizenship, and then I was able to uh, visit for the first time. And um, and also prior to that visit, I started to mentor a student. It's called Joseph. So Joseph um, was one of the students that actually really inspired me. Like so, he reached out to me on LinkedIn and was asking questions about um, about finance. So he studies political science and. Um, yeah, I studied political science, but was really curious about learning more on finance, and um, I um, I was very, <laughs> I gave him this book called The Five Rules of Successful Stock Investing. So that was a book that my my mentor from um, T. prize who is a legend, um, Steph Jackson, um, yeah, so it gave me, uh, told me about um, that book and a few other investment books to be reading, um, yeah, so I, um, read this book and um, shared it with Joseph. And I was really fascinated by the fact that he wrote some actionable takeaways for, from reading the book. It showed it showed me the, the passion. And, and then I gave him, I was thinking about gentrification at the time as well. And I needed to learn more, but I just didn't have the time to research gentrification in, in, in London. Um, and then Joseph wrote a, a really nice piece of article for me on gentrification to just help educate me on that and that i was really fascinated by the hunger and the drive and then we became really close i i started to at that point i was studying for cfa level one so um and i didn't really have um many friends here in the uk that that was like that i thought like maybe wanted to talk about finance all the time because it's something i'm crazy about i'm really Passionate about um, equity research specifically. So, um, and um, and to be a good equity research analyst, you have to be reading books. You have to be passionate about investments. And, um, and I started to um, read all of these investment books with Joseph, and we started to um, write a lot of different reports. I, I taught him. So when I was at Tiro Prize, they they were very kind as to um make me the first. Can sort of apprentice at the time to to do a rotation a secondment in the equity research team and oh, as nice. part of that they paid for uh, yeah thanks yeah thanks Tiro <laughs> and they paid for uh, um a really extensive financial modelling course that helped me understand how to build complex financial models to model businesses and um and yeah I, I held on to that skill skill set for 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 the last five years now um, so over almost five years ago um and yeah so doing that i started to teach all of these um i started with joseph and then from joseph i started i then visited nigeria for the first time since i was a kid and i was blown away but before going i connected with um, people from the cfa society of nigeria i reached out to a few people i set up a lot of meetings um and yeah i started to go with joseph who was a student that i've never been to um, all these sorts of places before these these um, top um, companies. and then we, we went together, we, we networked with so many different professionals from different um, large organizations in Lagos and investment banks. and I just really enjoyed the whole process. And then doing this then I um, went to also like start, um, went to Ghana as well. So I, I made a few connections on LinkedIn and um, met some investment bankers in Ghana as well. Um, yeah, I got to go there. I just spoke to a few people. That really helped me to start to form a a, a good understanding as to the continent. And one thing I found was, um because I, in this journey i've I've met hundreds of people. I've met hundreds of students, entrepreneurs, investors. um what 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 I'd learned was, most students and graduates in Nigeria and Ghana like they're all or let's say Africa they're all very passionate but there just isn't that opportunity and then I Mm. started to dive into the stats then I learned that um, Africa has the highest young population in the world and um, I started to see that they've got like really um, high unemployment rates for youth so basically there are people that look like me but they don't have opportunities and I, I just couldn't do nothing about it so I just Took it upon myself most Saturdays, most weekends. I'll spend some time. So, so I had Joseph at the time. Then we had two, um, two other students who were also like started to mentor. And then from two students grew to three. Uh, yeah, just started to um, form a habit of just giving them books and reading and um, working together, collaborating. Um, then fast forward to um, um, yeah. So let's say a year after I started to, as you know, I'm, I'm also part of this um mentoring circle called Uncircle Mentoring, which was founded by the legendary Justin Justin Anoukasi, who is uh, now the CIO of St. James's Place. Um, so yeah, I've been a part of this network for over two years and um, yeah, built a lot of contacts, a lot of connections. Um, and one of the, the mentors there at that network, who also became my mentor, we were talking frequently. And um, I remember asking, could we, I have a team that I've been, a team of students that I've been training in Africa on how to write, um, and I would like, um, <laughs> if we could write for you, basically, and um, and yeah, he said yes, after some time, and we started to to write for, for this uh, mentor who, like, has his own firm, and um, yeah, and that, he really liked what we were writing, and then after that, I made another connection who was a financial planner and um, the students started to write for, for him as well. Um, yep, and they would pay for these things because um, we couldn't do it for free because I mean, no. these people in Africa really needed the money and um, and yeah, so we, we just continued doing this and, um, and then it started to gain popularity in terms of like when I started to speak to people about it, about the initiative, um, and then fast forward everything earlier this year uh, my mom my mom, has been very supportive of this initiative, uh, she, she offered to incorporate our company, so it's called Migasuto, so basically Migasuto is a family-owned business, it's, it's from the initials of my siblings, um, the four, let's pretty much say the, the four special people to my mom, so it's Michael, Gabriel, Susie, and Tobey. So yeah, Migasito basically. Um a lot of people think it's Japanese, but it's not a Japanese name. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, so um we we incorporated in Nigeria and um set up the business structure and um and also just started to so, so there was a way for us to make things more official so there could be more and more opportunities. Um and yeah, through this journey, then decided um it was important because. Most of the people that that I know are in the UK, I'm based in the UK as well, and my sister was um, she 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 wasn't enjoying her previous role where she used to work and. um, She really wanted the new challenge so and uh, yeah she resigned there in January of this year, and so it's like I had to I had a lot of um, people around me who were um, hungry for opportunities and I had ideas, I thought. I love writing. I love DE and I. I I have a law background. Um, let's let's do something about this. Let's add value hmm. to people. And also, like looking at looking at the corporate world, like there are a lot of really inspirational people who have amazing stories to tell. But what if we can be the ones helping them tell that story? What if we can help people become a top voice, a, a thought leader in their respective industry? Um, So, yeah, just by going through the motion and just learning as I went on, um, yeah, created this idea that let's help people become thought leaders and, um, yeah, shared the ideas with a few few people I know, and they, they ended up coming on board as clients. Um, So we're able to then set up our UK headquarters and um, was able to get my sister to be part of it full time. And Uzi, so Uzi, um, she's been an amazing family friend for some years now. So Susie and Uzi, they uh, basically helped me run business development here and also spend a lot of time connecting with the guys in Africa. Um, And to summarize, our main goal at Megasuto is to empower um people to become thought leaders in their respective industries um, be it finance financial services or law we also help lawyers who um who have a specific niche and they want to um they want to create consistent thought leadership pieces we help them create the anatomy of that by um getting them to um write fill out a client questionnaire where we it helps us understand them and we have a catch up with them and this helps us um tailor their content to be more original and we use um google workspace to collaborate with um with these lawyers or financial planners or um yeah or whatever professional it is and so that way so migasuto in um sort is adding value to people um to professionals busy professionals in london or um I mean, hopefully the US very soon. Um, so yeah, adding um value to people here whilst also tackling unemployment in Africa. Over 70% of our workforce are from Africa. And um, these are all very highly educated um individuals. They're they're very smart, they're hungry, they they love to read, they um yeah, they 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 have all of these values that I was looking for years ago when I started to go to Africa and I was looking to make new friends and just people meet people that were passionate about finance and um yeah yeah so they they um inhabit all of these values and um yep yeah, so that's 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 the to, to summarize that's what we do at Mega. so <laughs>
0: in, in essence it's um and, and correct me if I'm wrong so I'm just trying to digest and understand it's uh it's it's supporting people there with their personal branding journeys where your team can help with the content creation um so like so these individuals can have assets that they can that they can utilize is that correct
1: yes yes pretty much pretty much because one thing we've learned is um, stats have shown that people that have a consistent voice in their industries um that have consistent visibility through um, thought leadership or just being that um visible face that people know of and people respect like that helps people to achieve higher career goals. It can lead to getting board leadership, um, board director roles. It could lead to senior management. Um, Yeah, just being that visible voice because um, we're working on, I mean, the industry, um, the professional services industry is very competitive, as you know. And and there are just a lot of things that people, there are a lot of um, things that a lot of um, people could be doing to be, um, yeah, to be more visible to 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 their skill sets to add to their toolkits to succeed in their careers or even businesses. So we, we um, also do this for B2B businesses as well. Um, businesses will find that businesses that blogs, um, have over 100% chance of getting more leads, more consistent leads, and more people know of their brand, more people know who they are, um, yeah, um, businesses that blogs gets more leads and more clients and uh, more outcomes than people that don't have a voice or that no one knows about. So we're helping mm both professionals and businesses to become a voice and and also another separate service we do is um that we call it virtual research and analysis so uh, my team are very strong in um finance they um they, they we also work with entrepreneurs to um to basically be like their financial analyst if you think of it like so um a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs they, they need a team that can Build complex financial models that can help them model their business, that full sorry forecast their business to to understand um, different just utilizing different assumptions um, for for the business leaders to make good decisions about the business. So um, so yeah, my team can do all of that. They can um, serve. They can create bespoke financial reporting for um, the startup CEOs and um, yeah yeah. So it's 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 a Fantastic. number of things we can do basically.
0: It's fantastic and I think uh, the theme with a lot of the podcasts that I'm recording through the month of October is what's the so what, what's the action that we're taking and I think you're you're living proof of you want to do more to support uh, these communities and you've taken action and you're doing it. So um, congratulations and I'd I'd recommend anyone that's listening to check you out on LinkedIn and 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 find a little bit more out about your company. Um, so yeah, you. thank you for sharing. And and I want to I want to dive in a little bit because it's uh, Black History Month for uh, the for the month of October. Um, I want to dive into a little bit about what that means to you. So, in your eyes, what does Black History Month mean to you?
1: Yes, thank you. Very good question. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, I'll start by saying um, Black History Month is a I I I believe that it's an important time to recognize um Black excellence. And I say this because um reflecting upon my personal journey, um, I've been at spaces where um so I'm that I'm that kind of person. If I'm in a huge um, conference, um, has got a lot of leaders, and that I would put up my hand and ask a question if I, I have a question. So, and most of the time, I've been made to feel like, um, like oh, how how does this guy know what he knows? Like I'm I I read a lot. I'm very. A lot of people have different hobbies. I'm I'm sorry. They they like to play golf or play football. I love business. I love entrepreneurship. I. This is what I. I thrive off. So it's like when I then know some kind of things that people don't expect me to know, it's, it just comes across um, different. So it's, I think Black History mm. Month is a time to actually recognize that Black people can be fund managers. Black people can work in um, revenue generating roles. We work in an industry where there's only less than 1% Black fund managers. Um, and I believe that there's room for more. I'm always a voice about this. I always like to talk about the importance of recognizing black talent. Um, yeah, so all of these things are very important. And so Black History Month is a is a time to recognize um, all the contributions that that black people are having in our society, and um, and yeah, and just our contributions really, like mm. the fact that we can actually um, we add value every day. We we have what it takes to to do all of these kind of roles. So, so yeah, that's, I think that's pretty much what it means to me. Just recognizing that, yeah, a black person can actually be a founder of a conglomerate or a really large business. Like we can do what a lot of people think we can't do. So yeah, that's just me being very blunt. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's a good time for reflection. I completely agree with you. Um, I think the stat that you just shared there is just absolutely shocking. And uh, a lot of, a lot of even uh, companies that we're that we're connected to, trying to do some positive things. But I think just that stat just shows it's still got a long way to go. And I think that brings me nicely just to talk to you about your involvements within i within your company where you're working at Black Blacks Advisory. So just just just. Uh, just Brown's Advisory, Blacks.
1: Brown Advisory. advisory. Yeah, no worries. Um,
0: just, Thank just you. tell, tell me a bit more about your involvement with DNI there, and also previously other companies.
1: Yeah. So, um, as I said, I I lead the Black Network at Brown Advisory, and mm-hmm. um, what that means is I I work with the global DNI team to um to create strategies, DNI strategies. Um. Um, And a good example is we hosted an event where we um, invited some external guests last year titled "Themed Resilience. Um, At this event, we we talked about a number of statistics, which not one of which I mentioned of the less than 1% being black. Um, And also, um, we also shared that over 50% of black women are saying that they don't intend on staying in their roles for more than two years. So it's like industries, and missing top talent, and um yeah, yeah, just just by not being diverse and and some of these reasons are because of microaggressions that black people face at their place of work, um and yeah just people basically underestimating um us really for like if regardless um one thing I've learned is people some, sometimes I, and I'm personally like from like personal experiences as well in the industry sometimes it's, it its usually feels like, yeah, you can being black you can have accolades you can have a number of achievements and it's like sometimes people just don't value it like they just don't care <laughs> so it's like um it's not it's not a very meritocratic world so it's it's like we we i want to be in a world where people recognize like our values are like what we bring to the table and so just taking it back so i kind of deviated a bit there I'm um, taking it back to the start. So yeah, um, after this event, we hosted our brand advisory. We uh, partnered with the um, Black Black Women in Asset Management Network, which is a partnership I'm really excited about. And um, as part of this network, it's um, um, supported our Black women with um, getting um, mentorship like both externally from other really senior leaders and uh and yeah very exciting um four of our black women um recently got nominated for the 40 under 40 black women asset management um, um network wow, kind of award yeah yeah thanks um so um it's an award that recognizes the accomplishments of Inspirational black women that are shaping the future of asset management, and um, and yeah, so I, I I led the nomination of this award. So led the um, the global leadership team, like we all came together and um, um, yeah, basically made this happen. And um, there's been that, and um, also I've I've led um, my firm to partner with. Um, the the East London Business Alliance, so um, it's supported our university outreach to to be able to reach um, students from underprivileged backgrounds who have come into our office and um, who shared um, who shared interview skills and training with them um, and yeah just equipping future future leaders and and also we we also re- um, partnered with the 10,000 Black interns. Um, initiative. And um, and through this initiative, we've had interns at our global equities team. So um, yeah, that's one one achievement I'm always very proud to say, because firstly, there are not many black equity research analysts or fund managers. So when I see things like that, it's it's a progress is good to see. Um, yeah, so and, um, and some of these black students have then gone on to um, also get full time opportunities. At really uh, big firms, so so yeah, we uh, we continue to um, to do the do the work in terms of like making um, diversity accessible and just kind of making um, our our culture a more inclusive one.
0: Yeah, I think so. You, I was just I was listening, and uh, one thing you mentioned there is that the importance of having diverse individuals for me is going to be the differentiator for a lot of companies. So where you're not seeing a lot of uh, black individuals or diverse individuals in senior roles, some companies are going to get unstuck because you need to have individuals who do have diverse uh, backgrounds, diverse experiences, diverse thoughts. In order to stay ahead of the game and in order to innovate, you need those people to be in and amongst the really important conversations do think that we'll, we'll start to see some changes, but in order for us to see a change, and this is, again, the common thing, we see action. There needs to be action. So how are we going to get um, individuals who are from diverse backgrounds in senior roles? But ultimately, that's, that's the aim here because a lot of the boards that we see are, let's be honest, old white men. And... We have, I think I've seen some movements in the last few years from some of the top organisations, but more need to be done. And my question to you is. I'm sure this has been a challenge which has come up in conversation um, where you are. Um, have you taken any any actions to sort of step towards um, getting more black individuals in senior positions that potentially some of our <laughs> listeners can, can learn from?
1: Um, yes, yes. Um, so, firstly, I would say the the BYM network, the oh, sorry, BWAM, I say all So, sort of, which is a Black Women and Asset Management Network. It's for uh, mid-level Black women, okay. and then that network is there to equip these mid-level Black women to attain all the skills, all the networks, because um jack one thing i've learned in our industry is networking is powerful your network yeah. is your net worth and um and also there's a really big importance for mentorship sponsorship um and taking it back to that so um this network is um is here to give access to um diverse talent our, our black women talent to um to, to have mentors who are executives at other firms or um and then when we when we come together like we have the gala to celebrate and honor the 40 under 40 black women will be chosen for this um so yeah it's also another opportunity to meet um really inspirational people in the industry upskill all of that so i said that's a very important step that, mm-hmm. um, that we've taken and also um is is also recognizing um, the importance of mentorship. So um, I've been a brand advisory for um, um, over three years now, and I've had really inspirational mentors. My uh, one of my initial mentors at the time was a global fund manager um, who has really who continues to inspire me to today. Like I've learned so much from him, and um, yeah, yeah, I'm just always grateful for that. Um, and recently I had um, the opportunity, so our holdings board were in London, and I had the opportunity to present at a board meeting, which was my very first. And um, yeah, I was able to present some of these initiatives I've been working on. And and honestly, I was blown away by the opportunity. And I think it's it's, it's things like this, it's steps like this that organizations mm-hmm. need to be taken to, um, yeah, to create future Black leaders. Another thing I'm really... Um, thankful for the firm like um, they've, they've supported and also like think like education I'm always big on education um, through the support of like my CFA um, it's helped me it's helped me to to continuously grow my passion and uh, to be to give back to the firm in terms of my day-to-day but also like being a part of this rigorous CFA journey has given me the discipline and the skills I needed to, to be able to build a business in um, like both Africa and the UK that is actually impacting people and is actually a revenue generating business at the moment. So it's just all of these things like companies supporting black talent and I've always felt, felt supported. All through my time there, and um, and yeah, it's just something I'm very thankful for. And I think companies need to empower. They need to empower. They need to empower Black people in their organizations. They need to um, they need to have a system where they um, mentor and sponsor. So I feel like I've got really good sponsors at my organizations. I've got incredible people that um, advocate for me behind closed doors where I'm, I don't know of. And it's important for other Black people to have sponsors and I'm sorry firms to create the opportunity for other black people in different organizations to have good mentors and sponsors um and yeah and being having a good um sponsor requires networking requires showing people that you can do the work from day one of working in the industry I've always believed in execution. Me personally, I believe in doing my job to the highest standard ever. If it means putting in extra hours whenever needed, I always I'm always happy to do that. I, I believe in um, um that yeah, if, as, as long as I continue to execute for the firm, as long as I continue to to do my, my job really well and um yeah, and and do all my DE&I initiatives, um yeah, it's um it helps. That that that's really helpful to people that are your sponsors to help advocate for your career and help you propel to the next level um yeah so that's my my that those are my thoughts on that question
0: and uh in terms of the mentorship that that you've been receiving um or the the program that you're you're doing these uh internally here at Browns is is there opportunities for people externally to to be mentors as well I think one thing that i want to advocate is even if there is let's say a, the black net, black network at a certain uh sector even if there's not a lot of black individuals within the sector um other individuals can support them within their journey by mentoring them and helping them along their, their career if it's something that you're really passionate about um so yeah is it is that something you guys do you guys do like um Work with like some of the board members that I guess that are, are not black to support the black networks to to sort of climb through the ranks.
1: Um, I'm sure there are some initiatives um like that, but I'm just not um I can't really comment on it because I'm not sure. But we do we do have um a lot of really interesting initiatives. But I, um yeah, I just don't know everything. <laughs> like I yeah, so um, but first... but but I'll yeah, but I'll answer your question like for my own personal. Um, approach like mm. what one thing I, 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 I like to say is by um, firms can create um, unique opportunities for for employees to build network and maybe build um, mentors and sponsors externally as well by um, allowing them the opportunity to attend industry um, conferences even if it's a, a different organ a different industry where they can meet um, people, they can meet people that can help. For example, myself, I I love networking. I'm the kind of guy that will, um, like last year, for example, I I went to Dubai to for a holiday and um, was able was I also went with my mentee Joseph, who's who is now like working at, um, yeah. at my 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 firm as um, the team manager. Like so, we we both went to Dubai and um, it was just a, such an exciting time. Um, And yeah, we went there, we networked, we met a lot of people, um, really like inspirational, like powerful people in the, um, at that part of the world. And that really helps to kind of build connections globally. And um, yeah, so I'm the kind of person when I go on holiday, sometimes I just take out a day to maybe go to a conference to meet new people. And this has helped me so much. I have mentors in Africa, I have mentors in the US. One of my mentors in the US is uh, the CEO of a Um, of a global firm and um so yeah so these are the kind of things that i've had all of these opportunities by putting myself in uncomfortable situations and just going out networking meeting people um yeah so so yeah i I feel it's important um yeah if you're trying to get um get mentors from diverse industries and backgrounds it's it's very Mm. important to actually put yourself in uncomfortable situations um throw yourself in the deep end talk to meet new people um, yeah, 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 just just keep going. You can't, um, you have nothing to lose. <laughs> it's what I tell myself all the time. <laughs> just network, just, um, yeah, be yourself. I'm uh, sorry. One more thing is, it's really important when you're um, building relationships with mentors. I always say this to my mentees, try not to be transactional. Try not to come across as you want something from your mentors. Um, I'll say it again. I have had really inspirational mentors. I have really inspirational mentors and they're all very um, powerful industry leaders in what they do um, and I, I'm always very genuine in our conversations in the sense that I just want to learn and it's a lot of this knowledge that's helped me to understand how to build a business strategy to build a um, yeah to, to create things from scratch and where there seem to be no opportunity I, I feel like I'm a kind of guy that can create opportunities where maybe people have written off because I know that for example, a lot of people think Africa is a black hole where you throw your investments in and it, throw, it falls in a, in a in a ditch. But that's not the case. Africa is a vibrant, is a um, yeah, it's a place full of opportunities. And I, it's just really important um, for people to get educated, try to try to visit, try to um, go there, see what it's about. Yeah, it's not perfect. There are some risks. There, um, as with anything and anywhere in the world, um, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I just believe in people just throwing themselves in the deep end and just learning, learning as much as possible and executing that knowledge into uh, making effective decisions.
0: Thank you for sharing. And 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 Gabriel, we've got a bit of a closing tradition here on the podcast. So uh, can you name someone within your black network who's really inspired you and tell us why?
1: Yes, Um Okay, I mean, and it's someone that I mentioned at previous podcasts as well. Um, and it's it has to be Justin, Justin Onukusi, who is the cio of um, St. James's Place at the moment. So, um, yeah, Justin founded this network called Encircle, and it's this network has been pivotal to my journey. um yeah, it's it's been it's been so like it's helped me with every a lot of my accomplishments. It's helped me. Um, right from the beginning of my career, like creating that safe space where you meet black people consistently, you share your, you, you're, you're able to share what you're you're going through, like share your journey. And they're able. Um, a lot of the mentors there, including Justin, are there to actually, and, and I met Justin a lot of times earlier on when I um, started, like I would go to the LGM office and would, would grab coffee and um, yeah, just get a lot of wisdom from him. And all of that is just like, is it's just what people can be doing to actually inspire the next generation. Because mm-hmm. um, by having coffee with Justin, that that inspired, that made me feel that made me feel confident. I felt like, wow, if this kind of guy can be grabbing coffee with me, then I must be special. Then that helped me with my confidence when I started the in at the industry. And it also helped me to um um, so the, the platform, the Encircle Mentoring helps me, I've, I've said this before, it helped me with things like understanding how to navigate my personal finances, like um, buying my first property and, um, and and Encircle Mentor, like became the first client of Mega city Global Services, which is groundbreaking. So it's been that just by creating a synergistic network like that has changed my life. Is um, So yeah, I'm very thankful. Thanks, Justin. Um, yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs>
0: Gabriel, it's been, it's been brilliant getting to know you and getting to know the, the great work that you're doing within the community. So uh, I just like to thank you for your time. And uh, if there's anyone that's listening who's really liked some of the initiatives that Gabriel's uh, been been involved with, then please do reach out to him on, on LinkedIn. Uh, for the moment, Gabriel, thank you so much. And we speak soon.
1: Thank you. Have a good one, Jack. Cheers.
0: Thank you.